good morning. Hello. I uh, haven't got the date wrong on Friday. Um, today I'm taking another gamble and suggesting it's Monday the 20th of April 2020, which is actually 28 days later. If you've seen the film about uh, the virus from Danny Boyle, it's 28 days later from when the UK went into lockdown today. So it's Jim, it's the world of bonds and I guess the most important things to note this morning are that oil has fallen to a 21 year low in New York futures, it's trading below $15 a barrel. Uh, Good news from Germany on virus cases but uh, potentially some more worrying news out of Asia where a number of the Asian economies that had seen very low cases or managed to lock down early are starting to see more cases be reported. So in terms of markets, it was another strong week for credit last week. Um, We've seen investment grade credit now trading below 190. It's at 188 in the US now. US high yield dollar credit down at uh, 713. Government bond markets, uh, not much going on again. US Treasury 10 year, 63 basis points. Japan at one basis point. UK gilt 10 year at 30 and Germany at minus 48. And it's been pretty stable there for uh, the best part of uh, a week or so now. Um, What else is to say? I guess that we did at the very end of the week see a little bit of loss of momentum in some areas of credit. Thinking about euro high yield and some of the bank paper that had come last week didn't perform quite as strongly as it had been doing. So perhaps we are, despite the strong equity markets on Friday, seeing uh, some end to the, the bullish momentum in credit. But potentially too early to say that that's uh, that's definitive. I would say though that we have seen in US high yield now two defaults. Uh, we've seen Whitting Petroleum, we've seen Frontier and within the rest of the basket there are three other names trading at very distressed levels and those are a couple of retailers, JCPenney, Neiman Marcus and Diamond Offshore um, which I'm assuming is a, is a drilling company uh, oil related. So you know we have to be prepared for defaults in high yield uh, but as we've talked about in the past the market was pricing in a huge level of defaults already and still prices in a huge level of defaults at the moment so um, not necessarily bad news but want to be more selective uh, rather than indiscriminate as you could afford to be in the depths of March. Other things to note are that um, we have now gone through 2.7 trillion uh, of global central bank balance sheet expansion since March. Um, Just to put that into context, even during the whole year around the global financial crisis, central bank balance sheets rose only by 2.5 trillion. So in a month since, uh, since the virus took hold, central banks have done more than they did in the whole year around the global financial crisis. And we haven't even talked about the fiscal stimulus that's been done by central banks. Remember, that was very much lacking in many areas during the GFC. The final thing I want to talk about today in a, in a shortish uh, podcast is emerging markets. I saw a note from JP Morgan this morning described emerging market bonds and FX as orphaned. Um, unlike developed markets who have that huge firepower that we talked about from uh, central banks, they don't really have either the fiscal or monetary firepower to be able to fight this crisis. You know, if they cut interest rates, then their currencies fall. Uh, that's not normally the case with developed markets at the moment, and they're already in fiscal deficit issues, um, and potentially bond markets wouldn't 
uh, allow them the flexibility to expand their fiscal balance sheets in the same way as uh, they tolerate developed markets and in fact even encourage developed markets to do. So at the moment we have a quarter of emerging market dollar bond issuance trading at a yield of, of over 7% and really we haven't seen the same sort of rally in EMD or EM currencies as credit or equities have seen. Also today, uh, Argentina is going to announce uh, another restructuring program. It's had eight sovereign defaults in its history already. This proposal would potentially uh, pay back existing bondholders of euro, dollar, Swiss debt that have lent to Argentina. They'd probably get back around 26 to 35 points in the, uh, in, out of 100 um, for uh, existing bonds. The new bonds would come with a three-year payment holiday. So Argentina would find itself in quite a, a strong position if it gets this through of not having to pay any coupon payments, no interest payments until 2023. Um, that's a lot of flexibility for the sovereign. It has, you know, people have tried this before. It does seem to, to work, but people aren't suggesting that this offer from Argentina is especially attractive and there's going to be a 20-day um, deadline for bond investors to decide whether they want to take them up on this. More on emerging markets probably later this week. Have a good one. Bye.